This is the Wizards Nightshirt Podcast, episode 32. Welcome to the Wizards Nightshirt. This is episode number 32. I'm Scott, and here with me is Rowdy Rowdy Rebecca. Oh! And... That was, <laughs> <laughs> that was Axel Jim Duggan, but it's okay. It's the same, same we can, we can forgive. Pals. We can forgive it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> there, he's close enough. And Willie D. Williams. Wow. <laughs> 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 <I'm, laughs> Accurate. <laughs> appreciate it. Appreciate it. At the Wizards Night Show, we're revisiting He-Man, Masters of the Universe, and She-Ra, Princess of Power. Today, we're reviewing She-Ra, Season 1, Episode 22, The Crystal Castle. Mm-hmm. Air date was October 7th, 1985. In this episode, Castle Brightmoon can be freed from a horde takeover only if King of Trolls will reveal a secret to She-Ra. Sounds fair. <laughs> Troll secrets. <laughs> Troll secret, Dolly. <laughs> I love you, little troll. I would like that to, sounds uh, like a Trolls commercial from I mean, the 90s. I mean, yeah, right? I, oh, my God. Were you into Trolls? Of course I was. Were you into Trolls? I didn't know. So I, I had the Spaceman and the San Francisco 49ers man. I didn't even know they had dude Trolls. I oh, yeah. They had, so like, outfit, they had outfits for them. You could, you could make different outfits. Well, I like collections you can curate. It's like, it's like American Girl doll, but for Trolls. But for Trolls. Oh, yeah. No, I was super into Trolls. Uh, me and my friend uh, Jackie used to collect all the trolls together that was like a thing that we we did in the early 90s oh yeah i i had a bit of a collection you had a bit of a collection a you still a collection. have a bit of a collection or? no and you know i can't i must have gotten rid of them like probably the next year when i turned awesome and started listening to bad girl music but mm-hmm. um no i was super into trolls too i did i love i'd love to know troll secrets if we had them what what what? It's bad girl music. You, they got long hair. They got yes. They're they're, they're in. They're into it. <laughs> they're into it. The trolls. The troll band would be pretty awesome. Yeah, they all they all look like Ronnie James Dio and Glenn Danzig. Are you saying Ronnie James Dio looks like a troll? A little bit. Well, he's more like a goblin. He. Is, <laughs> I'm like I'm like insulted for him, but I also know that that's accurate. So. Yeah. King of the goblins. Yeah, he's, Don't a, he's you a goblin king. It. He is a goblin king. He's the king of all goblins. Yeah. Glenn Danzig's like a deposed troll king. He's just like a, a tired dad at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at this point old? or at that point? He was pretty old at that point too. <laughs> at all points. We love you, Glenn Danzig. Don't don't be don't have your feelings hurt. Will you never did trolls? No. No. Mm-mm. I'm surprised you didn't have all the trolls and all the <laughs> troll outfits like you do with Teddy Ruxpin. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. uh. Can't stop hugging the troll kids. Can't stop hugging the uh, troll secrets at the center of this episode, at the, the crux of it. And I feel we learn some things about trolls that maybe trolls are not what we think they are. Yeah, they were uh, they were sort of dignified. You know what they were reminded me of? They reminded me of uh, like next generation Klingons a little bit. They did me too. 
Rebecca, you were just eating cookies. I'm eating cookies. That is so rude. On it, you thought you were gonna sneak those cookies. <laughs> we had discussion about no pistachios. It's not, you, got, you found cookies. Y'all, we were at Kroger to get snacks for the podcast. We were so close to getting the episode started. <laughs> you can cut this out if you don't want to, but I would just like to say that not only was Will very concerned with what chit chat we would select, <laughs> when I was there trying to pick out a dip for our chips. He was, I, I saw pistachios and I was like, oh, I want some pistachios. And I was like, oh, he will not like that because I'll have to like crack them next to the mic and then. Because you're part troll. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be the rich person and buy the pistachios that are already. Uh, yeah. oh, Mr. Moneybags. I know. Keep dreaming. Monopoly man. Buying them unshelled pistachios or shelled, however you describe it. Well, it was kind of neat seeing trolls in Etheria to me because so much of Etheria is sugar coated and, uh, Trapper Keeper Pretty over there. Uh, so it was kind of neat to see something a little dirty, sort of like e- Eternia over in Etheria, to sort of see that part of the world exist. Oh, dearie my. Is it time for Act 1 already? I should prepare. Tell us a story, madam. Please. Oh, please. A story about She-Ra. Well, now, um... Let me see. So uh, we're opening here on um, <laughs> story time with Madame Raz talking to like a group of bummer children. And I've got to say, for these kids in Etheria, can they please, can we get them like a television set or like a speak and say or like something? Or a stick and ball. <laughs> yeah, cup and ball. <laughs> ball and hoop. Teach somebody hopscotch. A viewmaster. Just can they get something? Because like all they do, like they just go crazy over stories here. If it's not Bo telling them stories about this or that, we got Madame Raz on storytelling duty. Come on. They, they have they have ideas like like let's go play with an axe and tell lies. <laughs> right. <laughs> or like I'm gonna go get the crown of knowledge because Bo told me about it in a story. Like, oh, no. Yeah. You don't want... And I mean, you sure it wasn't a song and not a story? <laughs> he probably did in a, in a uh, deleted scene. Bo's song about the everything. So the kids want to know from Madame Raz... They want a story about She-Ra. And so Madame Raz decides to tell them the story about... Did she just flat out say it's about how she found the crystal castle? Yeah, how yeah. she yeah, found yeah. the crystal castle. Ooh... So this is this is this is one of those uh, weird things we were talking about how they have a story that we needed earlier like this chronologically happened before our uh, most recent Shira episode that we did. Yes, she, she just went uh, to the Crystal Castle to ask the Light Hope to repair her sword, and we had no idea where this castle came from, why it took us so long to see it. But here's the story of how she found Crystal Castle in the first place. Yes, I and mean, this has happened before too, where where they kind of ha- they they kind of show what it is, and then like the next episode. Or like a couple episodes later, they actually explain how they got to that point. Yeah, like with a uh, sorrowful mm-hmm. the, the dragon. Yeah, yeah that one was the especially episode. egregious. Except that one was terrible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one was good. <laughs> you know, I think this. It, funny enough, I I think they start using this um, format for some of the Masters of the Universe stories a little more. I I, I think we have a few um, sit down and tell me a story episodes just looking at some of the summaries ahead. So I'll be interested to see how these play out and whether they're good. <laughs> I'll, I'll be interested too. Um, you might be interested to know storytelling as an art, you know, it, it's a fabulous thing. And uh, when I was in fourth and fifth grade, this is actually the same time that I was into troll dolls, go figure. 
I actually took part in the storytelling club at my school. And that was actually a thing. Like, you picked a story, and then you practiced it, and you told the story, like, you know, to, like, assemblies full of children and, like, events out on the town. And then you would have, like, the competition at the end of the year, and then your story would, like, people, you know, you'd get ranked for, like, who was the best storyteller. And that was a real thing in the 90s in my school, so that did happen. And I was very good at storytelling, just so you know. I just said, you know. And then those bikers came by with that beer. <laughs> I told all kind of lies. They didn't know. You, like, you pick like a fable out of a library book and so on and so forth. It was actually very heartbreaking because in fifth grade, um, literally the day of like the big competition where I had practiced so, so hard, I woke up like sick and had no. lost my voice. Yeah. And, and like my teacher was so sweet. She actually called my house to see if I was okay. And she's like, I can give you a ride if you need one. And I'm like, Oh, I'm sick. And it was really sad. That's tragic. You it were, was you tragic. Were in that sweet little girl nerdy club and I know. couldn't make it happen. I couldn't make it happen. I could have won. I could have been the best storyteller in school. And we don't even know. Well, that's a good story. I'm just crying over here. No, I know. It's heartbreaking, right? So anyway, this is why we need TV because otherwise you have to be in the storytelling club. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, yeah. So we're, we're like the flashback, and so here we're going to see the Crystal Castle and the story of the Crystal Castle for the first time. I was a little distressed when the flashback started, and they show um, Madame Raz riding on broom, and Adora is riding on broom with her. Mm-hmm. I was like, that is so undignified. Like, <laughs> yeah, she's like sitting sideways on it and holding yes. her waist awkwardly. The animation was yes. even weird. I'm like, uh uh-uh. uh. No, no. I mean, I guess I don't know how else they travel because it's kind of kind of interesting to think about. Um, the rebels don't have transportation like um, the He-Man folks do. They yeah. don't. They don't have uh, cars and stuff. They got to hoof it. They got to hoof it everywhere. Yeah, it seems also like the terrain is not built very well for transportation. Well, we did see a horde convoy. I guess. I guess that's pretty conspicuous for rebels. I guess to have uh, armed uh, armored vehicles and everything. Yeah, they just got to go on some sad sack horses and carts. They, they could capture. Um, they could capture a horde tank and use it or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I don't understand why they, they need some that. transportation. <laughs> yeah, they, change they, a face on it. Maybe. Yeah, I feel like they have like Robin Hood tech over in the rebels, and then Hordak has extremely advanced technology. Yeah, I was gonna say like Bo has a bow that can like unfurl itself electronically and yet they don't have like a car Mm -hmm. (laughs) come on they need a like a project manager over there they really do it would be Bo, i guess but he's too busy writing songs the attack is stopped for the moment but this is only the beginning shadow weaver is behind this and she means to continue these attacks but why your magic is obviously strong enough to ward them off. Let's talk about this problem over at uh, Bright Moon, because that's what precipitates the whole adventure. So, who is it? Who's back? It's our favorite. <sighs> Queen Angela. Queen Angela. <laughs> um, I'm always so happy to see Angela of Bright Moon, because... And this episode only solidifies this in my mind. She's like Alpha. She's the best, okay? Like, you're not going to do any better than Queen Angela. <laughs> Was it, inter- I can't it, it was wrong. interesting to see uh, that her um, power works the same way as the sorceress. She draws her power from the castle, or uh, which draws its power from the moon, right? And and so moons, she, uh, yeah, from the moon. Yeah, she's super strong. So she's trying to um, 
keep the barricades to the castle closed to protect them from uh, an imminent horde attack. But the horde is camping outside the kingdom because they're waiting for an eclipse. Uh, and obviously the moonlight can't get in. Angela won't have any power. And uh, then they'll be able to uh, attack. Um, but the problem is, as the eclipse slowly starts, she starts to um, lose more and more power. And Glimmer is very um, frantic and paranoid about it. Yeah, Glimmer's not very helpful. But we already knew this, so, you know. And then, of course, the the mastermind behind this plot is Shadow Weaver. Um, you yeah, know, that was fun. The, the sorceress. I really, I did enjoy seeing Shadow Weaver having, like, a, you know, a plan and a scheme. And it was a good one, too, and it would have worked. Yeah, it was some really good animation there too and all that stuff like like that the whole like chair she was sitting in and then the guy presented her with like the oh yeah the castle and everything yeah oh, she, she's so kind of good. like lounging in it like in <clears throat> insouciantly yeah he's like he's like one of the yarls from skyrim a little bit <laughs> oh yeah there was that was the yarl the yarl of falkreath i know who, just who you're talking about well her uh, throne right? her throne is like a um coiled <laughs> co- coiled cobra that's arching over her it was pretty cool no, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh and and what Scott's talking about is she has uh like a little goblin servant who brought her some sort of artifact that's going to help her cast a spell to break into the castle. Yeah, what's the deal with that I, little I just, servant? It's a miniature castle, isn't it? I guess so. Maybe and it she just can, helps she her can, channel like, the power. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, channels her power towards it. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't have to actually be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me, mistress, but I have the image you asked for. I'll bring it here. There's there's a couple of things that weren't explained in this episode. They kind of like <laughs> yeah, like, fill in okay, the gaps a little yeah, bit. Yeah. It was a really plot heavy episode. I thought it was actually a really good story. Like the mechanics of the plot were very good, but it didn't leave a lot of room for character moments. Maybe we'll get into that in the ratings a little bit. But I noticed it was very dense. Yeah, there was a lot going mm-hmm. on. So anyway, to uh, solve their problem, uh, Angela says that. Um, God, I just watched this episode. Rebecca, help me out. <laughs> well, she's just basically like, hey, we're kind of screwed. Unless there's this thing that we know about. It's the Crystal Castle. It's pretty awesome. And the only person who knows where it is is Ago, King of the Trolls. There we go. Yeah. yeah, see? So it's like, so go, let's go find him. And then so, you know. Oh, and, and here here's a question. I wonder what Hordak thinks about Shadow Weaver's like power grab. Like if she would have seized Bright Moon, she would have been like the the person in charge, don't you think? Ah, the power fades. Another moment and I shall triumph. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, well, so you 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 have to wonder if she's like Evil Lynn and she would prefer to, to take over herself. If you go by the, uh, you know, we have to talk about um, which texts we think are most authoritative. Um, <laughs> yes. You know, they just released the Shadow Weaver figure for the classics lines. And in her character description, uh, they have a whole background about her, about how she was some mage named Beatrix. And she started off with Hordak and she secretly uh, is planning to take over. So they, they yeah, say that. See? If she would have succeeded, she'd have mm-hmm. been all over from that. From Hordak? Mm-hmm. Take over from Hordak? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that. She seemed <laughs> yeah. more powerful than him. Like, well, sorcery-wise. And more dignified. Yeah. yeah. 
I, I could have gotten behind that. I'd, I'd, I'd be all about Shadow or Weaver. Be like, or be like, what's his name from, from He-Man? Got a, got, she went to, you know, she go to Trala and take over or something. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. right. That's how these mentorships work. <laughs> yeah. You have to, you have to turn, on, turn on your mentor. Uh, one other, I guess, important piece of information during this um, setup is they have a little dialogue about aren't trolls evil, aren't trolls bad, um, and they uh, play with that a little bit. Even when um, uh, Adora goes back to... Uh, Hop on Swift Wind. Swift Wind's making some noise about it. He says, I heard they eat horses. <laughs> Swift Wind? Racist? <laughs> Come on, Swift Wind. Get with it. These are enlightened times we're living in. We got to band together. We're going to stop the horde, Swift Wind. Well, don't they? I mean, back in the day, like medieval times, they used to eat horses. <laughs> actual like, normal, trolls? <laughs> no, no. Normal actual people. Trolls, you see, actual no, no, horses. Normal people used to eat horses. Do it. Like if they got, you know, if they got sick or broke their leg or something. I mean, that's meat. You know, mm-hmm. they would they use it if they needed to. Meat's meat. <laughs> Meat's meat. <laughs> well, I treat I, I just treat World of Warcraft as a h- historical document. That <laughs> yeah, yeah and they, they eat horses in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do they? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Um, did you notice, okay, so I noticed this during our last lightning round episode, but as they've given Broom more lines, um, you know, like, Madame Raz talks like the Long Island medium, which I love, and then Broom talks like a mob informant, like, oh. I, I tell you what, i never, I never seen that Goyle. Like, you know, he's got that, whatever that accent is, I don't know what you call it, mm-hmm. but I just think that's very funny, because I'm like, how did y'all get here? <laughs> And why? Why is that where you're from? And I just think it's pretty, pretty yeah. great. So they're 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 they got the New Jersey thing happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting. You know, Broom would talk to the feds if he could. He'd be such a snitch, don't you think? By feds, you mean the horde. <laughs> <laughs> I guess in this scenario, that's what it would have to be. Broom is totally a double agent. That's my head cannon. Not to be confused with arm cannon. That's what Hordak has. He's tired of cleaning up. <laughs> he is tired of cleaning up, you know? And if you work for the Horde, he'd never have to. Why? Vacuum hose attachment on arms everywhere. That's true. Broom would never have to sweep again in his life. <clears throat> he should just go over there. Madam Raz could do without. Where are the rest of the Broom people? I don't know. It's Maybe it's just him. Why? It's yeah, a, why is he helping her? He's room? walking the lonely street the of dreams. The Broom fire of 2021. <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> That's, That's grim. Yeah. <laughs> the, broom, the Broom people were all destroyed. That's so sad. It was a sight, I tell you. The whole bar just went up in seconds. <laughs> it was filled with brooms. What else was going to happen? We could have never predicted it. Me a troll. Me did pretty good in Act 2. Quite a place, huh, Swifty? Let's land and take a look around. If you say so. Yeah, so anyway, so she gets to this land of the tr- of the troll people, which is called Spikeheart, which is the refuge that the trolls sought out after uh, humans treated them poorly. Humans, quit doing that. And um, when, you know, they get there, um, we notice that the trolls are very adept with their lasso choreography. You know, they're standing on rocks and twirling their lassos really, like, in threatening manner at She-Ra and Swift. When she's she at that point, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, she transformed. Okay, yeah, yeah. And they, they, they drop a bone cage on, uh, on Swift one <laughs> I did enjoy that animation. I thought that was a clever idea. Mm-hmm. It's like a big rib cage from a... 
I don't know, from like a mammoth? I don't know. I don't know what they have over there something, in Spike Something Heart. prehistoric and some megafauna. Yes. Yeah. I, I did enjoy the, the animation of Swiftwind busting out of it. That was pretty funny. Yeah, they, they had this whole little exchange there where, um, you know, She-Ra can talk herself out of it a little bit. But the trolls are smarter than any of us think. And they're like, why should we trust you, human? You're going to trick us. And then she's like, hey, I could escape if I wanted to. And then she just busts on up out of them lassos. And then Swiftwind just, like, kicks the kicks the ribcage down. It's kind of awesome. So She-Ra's plan to find out where the King of Trolls actually is is to just follow one of the fleeing trolls uh, from the... She's she's following... Oh, yeah, from, they ran with, off. Yeah, she's she's with Swiftwind in the air, and uh, she follows them to some sort of um, uh, mountain uh, refuge, and she breaks into the door there and there are like a few uh, obligatory uh, mountain challenges inside i think we got like some reaching stone tentacles she cuts down mm-hmm. there's a fire monster who challenges her and she just sprays water on it uh, i thought the fire thing was one of the first ones it did look like one of the first ones <laughs> yeah. and i'm like we've already seen the first ones so that's not a first one i don't know i was very confused about that i uh maybe I, this was part of that that family I guess yeah. so. Yeah, he was like, like a rogue first one. Mm-hmm. He was hired by the troll people. Yeah, they pay well. Yeah. He he does his own. He didn't thing. do as yeah. He didn't do as well as the other ones. Yeah, he's one of the second to last ones. <laughs> so much for playing with fire. Now to find Argo. I had to say I love. Whenever they just decide that she was going to kick a door down. I think that's so funny. Like, she's just kicking that door like you do in a bathroom where you don't want to touch the door handle. She's just like, tunk. <laughs> I love that. So that she gets into the troll castle. Was it a castle? What kind of dwelling was it? I don't even remember. Uh, it was a cave, a cave? thing. Or, yeah, you went door. inside of a mountain. Okay. So it was like right? inside. Sure. Yeah, I don't know what you would call that. Now, some sort of, uh, if it's a troll or an orc, it's a stronghold. I think. You call it a stronghold? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a good. Yeah, that's good. I you, agree. Okay, that's fair enough. If you put a door on a cave, you can call it a stronghold, apparently. There's yeah, a lot of chipping. Chipping, <laughs> chipping the rocks away to make it look like troll faces. I'm sure there's some tapestries <laughs> in the nicer parts. Uh, maybe. Made out of uh, hides of whatever beast that was. You are Argo, king of trolls? I am... Who are you, and why do you come to Spikeheart? Oh, here we go. Yeah, so she finally does get to talk to Ago, the king of the trolls, who has very pointy nails. Pointy brown nails. You always gotta look at the nails. And um, he refuses to tell her outright where the crystal castle is, but then he tells her in a riddle, because everyone is very fond of riddles in Etheria. What's that riddle, Will? Riddle something rhyming. about it being a... Uh, riddle and rhyming. That's, that's riddle, <laughs> it's either a riddle or a rhyme. It's, it's one or the other. Uh, it's something about uh, the castle being in plain sight, but never seen, and it's wherever you need it to be most, or it's always there, something like that. Yeah. Those just, are the important facts. Just a bunch of nonsense, basically. And I'm like, you know, so help me if the castle is like in their castle hearts. The castle will always be in plain sight and yet never seen. Yeah. Okay, there we go. There we go. Okay, yeah. Um, that's awfully mysterious for a troll. I would thought these were very earthy, earthy people. Well, he had had a, a relationship with uh, Light Hope, so I think he's just relaying all the nonsense hokum that Light Hope told him. 
Yeah, like a relationship with Light Hope. I think they're buds at this point. I think they're more than buds. You think they're more than buds? How does Light Hope engage in... I don't know. Twinkling? <laughs> it blinks, maybe? Blinking? Light Hope blinks some more. <laughs> I guess. Changes I mean, color. Changes colors. Would be changes better. colors. Like makes its own romantic mood lighting. I don't know. I don't know about Light Hope is a mystery to me. But we'll get to that in a second. Well, we're yeah. No, we still have a little while before we get to Light Hope. Light Hope baffles me for maybe, a lot of maybe reasons. Bathe in its light. Yeah. See, like let me warm you with my light. Let yeah. me warm you with my light. How does Light Hope talk? I don't remember. I just know it's a. He talks like Swift Wind. Yeah, it, it is a lot like Swift Wind. Mm-hmm. Um, they did have an important conversation here about how the trolls came to live in the mountain pass. To, to your point earlier, they said that they offered to help the humans fight the horde and the humans r- rejected them. And so they fled the humans and the horde in the mountains. And uh, he even uses the word um, hate and, and that sort of thing. And uh, Adora agrees to talk to her people about working with the trolls and he agrees to talk to his people too. So she's doing a little diplomacy at the same yeah, time, which yeah. you would not see from He-Man. This is, not, this is not bolder diplomacy. Yeah, yeah. There was that. I, I did appreciate that, and I like anything that um, that speaks to the problems that you would have uniting people against a common threat. Like I, you know, I, that again, that, that's the kind of stuff that I look for from Shira, and that's the kind of stuff that I like seeing. And you know, I, I always think that's a nice touch when they throw that in there. That's how the premise of this show is different from He Man's. If they they've got to put this rebellion together, I want to see more things like this. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of a shame that this came out uh, such a long time ago that we didn't have continuity in storytelling because I would have really liked to have seen this show with an actual story arc where we would have seen the rebellion have to get built and and uh, the challenges it would have had there but uh, this this would be an important alliance to have the trolls with you you would think about the the advantages you would gain from that you would get like frontline people you get some weird troll oh tech. yeah they would hurl some boulders like like crazy they just go nuts hurling them boulders at people they could pound their fists in the ground and like the ground would bubble up and like Get everybody. Oh, you get some morale points. You know they have some good drums. Oh, troll drums. Uh-huh. That, that, get, that get you marching. That would that would uh, scare. That would scare the horde. Well, I'm sure they'd be they'd be riding whatever mammoth they. Yeah, oh, some, yeah. yeah, some sort of they have some great warthog thing. Yeah, and they just come through and they just got like these clubs and they're just like. Well, let's Love go ahead and give them an, an immunity to certain poisons too. <laughs> they would have that mm-hmm. um, immunity to like electricity if the if the horde is trying to zap them with stuff. A horde can take a shock. Okay, <laughs> if you are putting in a new ceiling fan in your house in Etheria, you want a horde electrician because I mean I'm, I'm sorry, a, a troll electrician. Mm-hmm. A troll can take a shock. <laughs> he will just take that zap all day long. Also, it's not going to bother him. Also, if we're making this character too, also I think they get a, a, a rage mode. I think they get a rage oh, mode. Oh, yeah. Their little bars fill up, and mm-hmm. then they just go wild. And then I want it's uh, troll mania. some uh, comedic moments with uh, uh, trolls and Bo. And they initially don't get along because, because he's, he's, a, he's a dandy, but then he ends up being <laughs> real buddies with them on the battlefield. Yeah. And then they play <laughs> drums for his band. <gasps> That's a great idea. <laughs> That's, That's good. That's a great idea. That's good. Uh, so I anyway. can imagine those arguments. Play to a faster beat. What's wrong with you? He's like, this is all I play. This boom, is the boom, beat boom, I know. Boom, 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 this is boom, best boom. beat for war. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> like, just do a little bit like boom, boom, boom. That's all I can do. <laughs> boom, 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 the only boom, song boom. is bum, bum. Okay? We learned <laughs> bum, bum from a very young age. 
That band is not going to work My son's out. name is Bum Bum. And my daughter's name is Bum Bum Bum. <laughs> they are not going to get a record deal. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, good times. I, have I didn't say- want to say anything, Bo, but everything t- everybody thinks your music is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> we, bum, pl- we play louder so it drowns out your voice. <laughs> bum Bum thing, we should start my own band. <laughs> <laughs> I, what's that, Bo? Can't hear you over Bum Bum. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, What's the troll equivalent of like a Yoko, like like Bumbo, <laughs> like, like <laughs> Bumbo? Say I'm the real talent here. <laughs> oh, oh Lord, help us! I have to say that, like all ridiculousness aside, I feel that they did a good job giving some gravity to the trolls. Like you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I know like, they were the best part of this episode. Yeah, no, I, I was into it. I, I would hope that they come back. I mean, if like I was saying, if they had a. Uh, a continuous story i would have liked to seen the trolls be a major part of it because i feel like they sort of represent like native etheria too you know i feel like they were there and have a longer history than everybody else Ooh, i like it mm-hmm. like they've been around mm-hmm. yeah yeah which is why they would also retreat because they see this just like a passing age you know it's just the kind of temporary thing that humans are always getting into hey this is broom and i heard actually is quite a good act. So Shira is satisfied with that riddle she got. She's like, she sounds like, good. Yeah. I think I can work with that. <laughs> She's like, that's everything I need to know. All right, bye. And we're then going to Queen Angela, and we'll figure it out. Yeah, and she's just like zooping away on Swiftwind. And meanwhile, like you know, the horde is sitting there, like tanks and and dudes at the ready, and um, them just blasting, blasting, blasting with magic. And the only people we have mounting a defense really are Queen Angela. In a, in a magical circuit, circle with Madame Raz and Broom. And is Glimmer there, too? Yeah, Glim- Glimmer's there. Okay, and Glimmer. So it's like... <laughs> but gl- doesn't... Yeah. Not uh, a great bunch. No, no, no. But, but I think Glimmer faints first. She faints first. Yeah. Then Madame Raz, she's out. And Broom, they're out. How is, how is, how is Madame Raz out before Broom? I was just going to say, is this the order of power? Yes. Like, so, it is well, the order of power. Broom is stronger maybe than Raz need, and maybe, Glimmer. Well, yeah, well, maybe they didn't eat their Wheaties that morning or something. They didn't have a good breakfast. They, they were probably, putting in more. She didn't he make any pancakes. She was too busy. Yeah. Right. Or maybe he didn't put in enough. He was just putting in like half. Yeah, Broom was really, he was not trying his I, best. I won't discount Broom. I like Broom. So oh, I like Broom He was putting too. it all in. He's better than Broom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Broom is strong. So they they show us this to show us the stakes and how how the clock's running out and uh, Shira um, <laughs> sees one of those ghost visions of people's faces with, like she does sometimes when with people and Shira remember stuff she sees the troll saying the riddle and she puts together that the crystal castle must be on top of the mountain that they can see from wherever they are is this Sky Dancer Mountain Sky Dancer Mountain yeah. You know, that mountain that is too tall to see the top of, and nobody knows what's up there, but we look at it all the time. Like, this is a culture where they don't have TVs to watch, and they have nothing nothing better to do. They have literally never gone up there. They're like, oh, it's it's that mountain. It's that mountain way up there, pointy in the sky. She has a flying horse. You think she would fly by there? Yeah, you think she would have gotten bored at some At least when the horse was new, and she was like like flying, (laughs) flying, seeing all the stuff you could do. Yeah. Like, hey, it's just, let's just go up there. And he's like, nah, let's not do that. that that's, <laughs> that's like one of the top three things you would do if you got a flying horse. You probably horse. would yeah. do There's that. There's not more places like, you can no one, go. No one's ever climbed that before. No one's ever seen the top of that before. Yeah, there's probably a treasure chest up there. 
Probably so. Yes, but they conveniently have never gone up there to the top of Skydancer Mountain. And, um, yeah, here's where we meet Light Hope for the first time, who, when we saw Light Hope in the last episode, which chronologically came after this one, but it was still the last episode, uh, Light Hope was not helpful, and I did not care for Light Hope, Mm -hmm. and I find myself repeating this opinion again throughout this episode and his introduction, because first of all, he was like, I've been waiting for you to find me, She-Ra, and I'm like, you've been waiting for her to find you, but you just sitting up here in a castle by yourself, and you ain't blinking or nothing. Like, you not, you are not doing any work to get her here. You know, I guess that's a fair criticism. I hadn't thought about that, but I was thinking quit defending the life i was thinking that uh he was more helpful this time and didn't send her on an arbitrary quest she told him what she needed and he told her how to do it and it was very practical he even uh transported her there to get her started well that was helpful so that even begs the question that if he can be helpful then why was he not that next episode that happened the last time well yeah i was gonna ask what what happened in the intervening time i think he got bored I think he got a taste of uh, talking to somebody. He's like, I'm going to stretch this out as long as I can because they're all going to go away. I'm not going to be alone and again with the first ones. But then why couldn't he just like, again, if he's bored, all he ever had to do was like an alarm clock that was flashing 12. He could just be up there like, boop, well, you can't have boop, everybody come up there trying boop. to be She-Ra. Well, what if Cal went up there and tried to be She-Ra? Cal can't fly at those altitudes. He can't breathe the thin air. Or Bo. Bo has huge lats. Bo ain't doing nothing. Bo is sitting on flat land Broom, playing his Broom lute. could fly. Broom could be She-Ra. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Broom should be She-Ra, okay? Maybe he could have done the trials. She-Broom, I don't know. She-Broom. <laughs> Broom-ra, Broom-ra. Hey, <laughs> I'm the strongest goyle in Ethereum. <laughs> She-Broom, She-Broom. Only Trietta know my secrets. <laughs> Madam Raz. <laughs> some scumbag I have killed. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that sounds like an informant. <laughs> <laughs> and Light Hope. <laughs> he owes me a favor. <laughs> um, but my family runs this place. So uh, we should probably talk about what Light Hope told her she has to do to fix this problem. He tells her that there's some... I just can't with Light Hope. I just can't. There's something called like a great clock uh, that I guess controls the speed of the universe. Yeah, so the, the first universe. time... I've, I've, I've usually watched the, the episodes a couple times. And the first time I watched it, I'm like, where did that clock come from? I'm like, what is that? Like, they didn't, did they explain it? Well, did I miss it? There were a lot of proper nouns happening, and it was going too fast for my brain. But there's like a clock that controls the speed of time or the spin of the world or something. And uh, Light Hope transports her to it. And that clock, this is where I feel like the episode had this, all its energy. This, it was so cool. The center of Etheria, okay. apparently, is where the clock is located. Well, it, it looks like like the most metal thing I have ever seen. It was so cool. It was, it was a gigantic clock with a giant pendulum and then there are some gremlins hanging off the side of it who are going to make sure nobody can mess with the clock. Um, I think they were gargoyles. Oh, gargoyles. Okay. According to the captions, okay. yeah. And I only noticed that because while the pendulum stuff, I was like, ugh, I was still annoyed by Light Hope so I wasn't really paying attention. But then I started paying attention again when Swiftwind started whooping up on gargoyles. Yeah, that was really fun. He did yeah. some like hind kicks at the gargoyles and shattered them. I've got to get this pendulum swinging faster. I'm a fan of Swift Wind. And She-Ra had this great move where she falls off of Swift Wind and has her sword held out so she can hook onto the end of the pendulum and then she keeps kicking on the side of the 
rocks to speed up the pendulum. And um, the goal is to change the speed of time or reverse so that, time. So that the eclipse will be over and the moons will be powerful again. Yeah, and then Angela gets more power because the moons are back. Yes, and so this plan does work, which is great because we see why Queen Angela is a queen because she's the last one holding out and she just she's just giving it all she got. That's why Angela is the queen of Bright Moon and y'all sorry just sitting around on the ground not doing anything in that rebellion. Madam Raz, <laughs> Glimmer, <laughs> y'all are not doing anything. Queen Angela holding it all down. And then she got her moon powers back. Yeah, and yeah, she moon uh, powers. bathed them <laughs> she in a bunch power. of light. She did. She's awesome. I love Queen Angela. Um, do, is Glimmer going to inherit uh, Castle Brightmoon? No, she don't deserve it. I'm not saying that she deserves it. I'm saying, is she set up? Is she next <laughs> no, in line? No, she's not in next line for anything. Queen Angela's going to live forever, and Glimmer's just going to go do something stupid. <laughs> okay she's gonna live forever <laughs> got it well i didn't know if this was sort of like a tila relationship yes. you think it's like tila no 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 i mean she's she's, she's next in line no she's, just, she's not yes yeah, she is it's gonna be like that mariah carey movie glitter except it's gonna be called glimmer and she's gonna go and try to make it a singer in new york because broom can take her there <laughs> and Bo will think he's gonna be her manager and he's gonna be wrong it sounds like I'm a good the movie friendly stranger watch. in the black sedan <laughs> to get inside my car. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so stupid. Broom singing vehicle. I that's what that song's it. about. I know. I know what that song's about. The song's about. about broom. You didn't know that? The whole time. No, I don't know what the song vehicle's about. <laughs> Great God in heaven, you know I love you, baby. <laughs> What is this podcast about? I'm just, I'm just, I'm done. So, uh, She-Ra has a nice little... Uh, oh, 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 sorry. And Angela, and Angela goes and she whoops on the whore and she, like, casts them out. And she says, you will not have Castle Bright Moon this night. Now, by the magic of this castle, I command, spell of evil be gone. Tell him, Angela. We got, like, a bright light that bathed yeah. them all and uh, it's sort of like a, like a fade to white she or something. She did that. Hashtag. I mean, she read debriefs with Light Moon afterwards, and uh, Light Moon says, Light Light Moon, Light Hope says all this stuff (laughs) about how he said something about how this, she should treat this as like her personal home or personal base. Personal haven, yeah. Her personal haven. Uh, He didn't, it didn't seem like that when she went back the second time. (laughs) It did not seem like that. And also, I'm sitting here thinking, like, okay, look. This whole episode is to sell little girls the Crystal Castle, and you were not going to give me a oh, shot true. of She-Ra bla- bathing in the splendor of the Crystal Castle and hanging up her outfits like in the closet. Like you can't, <laughs> you kidding me? Yeah. I'm not going to buy that if you don't show me my dolls having a good time. In yeah, it. she should have been able to get on like um, a, a lattice work elevator and go up in it, and then Frosta and the butterfly lady are there waiting for her. Oh my lord! And then there's something in the oven that you can actually use, and then maybe. Prince Adam comes by, and then he falls off the side of it, and then they have to have a little story about that. This is how you play with dolls. <laughs> That's how you play with dolls. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sure they had a TV commercial that they they 
They like moved moved their hands around. They did, yeah. yeah. Crystal Castle. We'll have to yeah. find Treasure Troll to revive Adam. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, what what was that thing that Light Hope said? Like next time, uh, Palace Bright Moon will be better protected. I'm like, it was protected just fine. What's wrong with it? It worked. You didn't give her any extra powers. You just gave took, her more moon power. I took that to mean that they're gonna um set something up so that if there's an eclipse again, they won't have to deal with this because they learned about it or something. I thought it was a tidy way to sort of clean up that plot. I thought that was nice. I guess. I think he was just trying to neg on Queen Angela so, you know, he could date her too. Twinkle at her. <laughs> he was like, you did a pretty good job, Queen Angela, but actually, next time you'll be better protected. That's how Light Hope talks. I don't know. I just want to... So, so when, when Queen Angela, the, when the Horde was sitting outside the castle... Do you think she just evaporated them, it or like sent it. them somewhere else? I think we're supposed to think or she was sent like a them nuclear back. winter, <laughs> <laughs> and she just just blow them out of the. I wondered about it, but I think she sent them back to uh, Hordak Land, the Fright Zone. That's my okay, guess. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they were just kind of conveniently gone. Yeah, um, but they sent them back to a mud pit. One of the things I was wondering about now, now I feel like we're basically caught up on all the promises in the intro for the first time, except at the very end of the intro, it shows all the rebels standing on the hill and talking about how they're going to uh, fight, fight Hordak. And there's still some people on that hill that really haven't done anything. We had Frosta show up in like the first episode, but she hadn't done anything else. And there was some other butterfly lady. I feel like we still got some princesses that need to come out and do stuff. Yeah, we, we got to give all the princesses their day. It was really interesting. I, I wonder why they waited so long to roll everybody out. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I didn't have a crystal castle and I didn't have any of those other dolls. So it is all a mystery to well, me. I'm, I'm assuming that they, um, was it toy production before you think? Oh yeah, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, well, she yeah. probably was. I did. Do you think it would matter that much to a little kid? Mm, no. If they saw him <laughs> or not, if 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 it just said she were on it, and they're like, it's coming in a new in a different episode. Or something. I think they like it when they see it, but have no concept of whether they've been on the show or not. Yeah, I mean, if your mamma buys it for you for Christmas, she don't she don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, she likes She-Ra. Here you go. Yeah, basically. I did like how Light Hope said the Crystal Cow was supposed to be like her personal haven. It was, I think it's supposed to be like a Superman moment. I think it's supposed to be like her um, Fortress yeah, of Solitude. She got her base. She got her home base now. Move the whole rebellion up there. I was about Hordak to say, that would be now. a great place for a base. Yeah. Oh, mm. you know what? If she's got the trolls, she should talk to the harpies. That would be an interesting alliance. <laughs> Hard sell, though. Hard sell. <laughs> yeah, Harpy's, Harpy's not a fan of Skydancer so, Mountain. Sometimes we talk about the speech check being very high. Speech check, very high for, for hunger. <laughs> Do what? <laughs> I don't go to the Crystal Castle. <laughs> I am a creature of the Craigs. Are there bones? <laughs> that was their screeching. Yeah, they, they they can't go to the Crystal Castle because it would just crack the walls. Yeah, with their screeching. It's unfortunate. Hi, it's me again, Loki. Did you find where I was hiding today? Well, the end of this episode was so dignified. I thought Loki was especially shrill I when said, he came in. Is Loki getting more grating? Like, Loki's <laughs> voice? It yeah. was so... It was, like, more frantic. Like, Loki had done a couple of lines. I'm back to not liking Loki. <laughs> he, was, he was real... He needed to take it down about five notches. Also, I was so irritated when I saw Loki in literally the first shot of the episode. And I didn't see him, so I'm wondering if my opinion of him is directly tied to whether I saw him or not. <laughs> Maybe that's on me. <laughs> when you see Loki, you're like, he's all right. Yeah. 
<laughs> he's a good guy. He misunderstood. <laughs> when you don't, he's see pretty Loki, fun. You're like he's pretty fun. No, he Scott, not. did you see Loki this time? I did not. Do you think mm-hmm. he was there? He was in the first shot of the episode. Oh, that, that, that's not fair. That it's not count. fair. Wait, did you see him? Yes, you and saw I was him. She just said. Oh, we I'm not listening. I'm only listening to myself. We okay, watched right, the right. episode sure. to, at the same time, mm-hmm. and I was so trying to keep a poker face so you wouldn't, like, I wasn't going to take any <laughs> notes, and I wasn't going to show you my face, so, like, I was like, I saw Lucky. He probably didn't even see Lucky. <laughs> I can't First see, shot of the episode. I can't see anything standing still. I'm like a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Well, you were going to have a hard time with Lucky. What was Lucky's lesson? It was something stupid. They always are. Oh, no, it wasn't. I mean, it was a good lesson, but look, he's terrible. That's what I'm saying. It was oh. like, don't judge people by their appearance, because it's great to have people who are different than you, and which is true. Yeah, I'm going to say he copied from somebody. He copied. He copied from Orko. Lookie was looking on somebody else's paper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that sounds a little advanced for him. He's a looky loo. How are we rating this? I actually thought the uh, story was really tight. If you just looked at the plot, I thought it was a great explanation for her finding the Crystal Castle. And I thought the mechanics of uh, why the castle was in jeopardy was really good. I thought the uh, metal clock at the end was super awesome. But I will say... Um, it wasn't as fun for me. And I think it's because the plot was so dense. We didn't really have room for the characters to breathe too much. I would um, agree with that. Um, that said, I love the trolls and I wish, and I, and it makes me wish, um, that we had had an episode devoted to them entirely. So because of the trolls and the good plot, I'm going to go 4.2. Troll lassos. Yeah. Troll lassos. I was going to go four. Okay. Four out of five for many of the same reasons. Yeah. <laughs> okay Scott I liked it I mean it, it revealed stuff that the, like you said the plot was good but it wasn't uh, it, it it just felt it didn't feel like a Shira episode that much I don't know so 3.9 okay we're, we're, no we're, no no I'll go higher oh, 4.2 4.2 okay. <laughs> 4. okay yeah 4.2 yeah, because, because of trolls yeah well trolls and you learn what the crystal castle is okay so lore stuff gets points too yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah definitely yeah that makes sense I like I like backstory Next week, we'll be reviewing Season 1, Episode 29 of He-Man, Prince Adam No More. Uh, This will be our Halloween episode. The whole episode will be Halloween-themed. You can grab that episode next Tuesday. If you'd like to follow along with the show, you can find our episode guide at thewizardsnightshirt.com. If you have any questions or comments for us to discuss, you can email us at rumors at thewizardsnightshirt.com. You can also follow us on Facebook or on Twitter and subscribe to the show on iTunes. We want to thank you for listening and please remember, when light hopes red, watch out. Plain sight, yet never seen. This is its nature. Do you understand?